Hey, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Chris Maloney back with you for another edition of CWN Weekly, episode number 26. It is Friday, February the 12th, 2021. Uh, coming to you live here from London, Ontario, Canada. It is cold. It has been cold all week, uh, but it is winter, and I think the groundhog, um, if he, I don't know if we, if he actually came out here in Ontario, but um, uh, a lot of other places it was six more weeks of winter, so that would put us through till end of March, I guess, but um, it is Canada. So it's, uh, you know, you've got winter, 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 and then uh, uh, spring slash fall up here. You don't really get a summer up here in Canada, but uh, guys, if you're listening, watching, thank you very much. And uh, don't forget to uh, hit the like and subscribe button and let me know what, uh, that you're watching out there. But uh, uh, like I said, it is episode number 26 for CWN Weekly. And uh, it's uh, it's um, been a, a long haul since August, so to speak, but it's been enjoyable. And the road is going to continue all the way through to the end of 2021. As long as this uh, pandemic goes on, I will be doing this show religiously. I'll tell you that much there. Uh, anniversaries, birthdays of the week. Uh, we get uh, on the 18th. Uh, which is next Thursday. Uh, the only one that I saw was uh, one of the best uh, Canada has ever produced, and that's the one and only Raymond Rougeau. Uh, 1955, he was born. So he's going to be 66 years old, part of the Rougeau brothers, part of the fabulous Rougeau brothers. Uh, but he's going to be 66 years old next uh, Thursday. So happy birthday to Raymond Rougeau. Uh, he's been a part of the WDB family for a while now. Uh, I remember seeing them. I think it was 87, 88, and they made their debut, and he's been uh, doing the French commentary. I believe he's still employed by the WWE. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, he's been he's been there for a while, a good 30 years. But um, obviously, uh, you know, one of the uh, famed uh, Rougeaus uh, from Montreal there, uh, brother Jacques. And uh, uh, obviously, when I think of those two, I think of the, uh, uh, the All-American uh, Boys <laughs> theme music. Uh, that they had had so but uh yeah happy uh, 66th birthday to raymond rougeau uh news of the week is this and um sometimes it's uh you know it's it's um what am i trying to say here it's it's seemingly old news but it's kind of new news because of the fact is when i go and look at the the website so cwonline.ca i go and take a look and when i take a look um I usually go from like say Friday night if there's anything important, uh, Saturday morning all the way through right up until uh, you know, present time here. And uh, so Doug Flutie captures the 24/7 championship from Our Truth. Our Truth wins his back his baby. Uh, so that was on the sixth. So that was uh, like I said, it seems like a while ago, but um, new news uh, for the website as well as. Uh, uh, you know, as far as CWN Weekly goes, but uh, NFL, CFL, and USFL quarterback Doug Flutie can now add a WWE title to his vast list of honors during halftime of Saturday celebrity flag football game on ESPN News. Uh, the Heisman Trophy winning QB pinned our truth on the sand to capture the 24 7 championship. Our truth later won back the 24 7 championship, reclaimed his baby from the celebrated grid Iron Warrior. Uh, so obviously, those, uh, you know, here in Canada know him from the Toronto Argonauts, the Calgary Stampeders. Um, I want to say Blue Bombers, but it might have been the BC Lions instead. Uh, but uh, obviously, Boston College, everything that he had accomplished down there. And then, of course, Flutie Flakes. <laughs> Anybody in Canada knows what Flutie Flakes are. And if you don't, go and Google it. But uh, yeah, Doug Fl uh, Flutie, uh, you know, 24-7 champion. He is on that list now. I almost want to be part of that list. I've got, I'm going to see if the 24-7 championship is still around when... They start running a Canada again. I got to try to win that championship. I'm, I, that, that is going to be on the bucket list there to win that 24 7 championship. So uh, keep that in mind, guys. I might, 
uh, make make a, make a run for it when uh, when like I said when uh, they start running in Canada again. Uh, CWM predicts uh, we did uh, kind of a um, uh, not uh, uh, audio video show, but uh, uh, just something for the website there for Super Bowl. Uh, to what was it, 55 took place last Sunday. Uh, 31 to 9 was the final score for Tampa Bay. Uh, so, congrats to them. But it was my wife and I who uh, uh, predicted what the score was going to be, as well as who was going to win. Uh, so, like I said, this was last Sunday. I had predicted KC 42 to 34. She had predicted uh, Tampa Bay 27 to 21. Like I said, the final score was uh, 31 to 9 for Tampa Bay. Uh, KC sucked uh, in so many words. Uh, you know, they couldn't even score a touchdown. But, uh, yeah, so, um, you know, props to my wife. She uh, she is uh, uh, 1-0 as far as predictions go for this uh, for this year. Might be the only prediction that she actually does. But, uh, you know, uh, anyways, uh, I, I will take the loss and admit uh, to Christine uh, that she is 1-0 right now. And I, I lost Super Bowl predictions there last uh, last weekend. Uh, former 24-7 champion. Uh, so, speaking of 24-7 championship, Rob, uh, Rob Gronkowski shines in Buccaneers' big win. So he had scored, I think, two touchdowns, and uh, you know, WB.com gave him props. And then Triple H uh, gifted the Tampa Bay Buccaneers a custom WB championship following the championship win. Uh, so you know, in uh, you know, in honor of the Super Bowl champions, as he always does, uh, Triple H, uh, you know, uh, put the article on WB.com as well uh, with regards to Tampa Bay and the you know the uh, the side symbols there going to uh, Gronkowski's team. So you know, way to go, Gronk and uh, and Brady. I said on my uh, my personal Facebook there. Uh, not sure how I felt about it. You know, it's uh, I predicted Casey to win. I thought they were going to be a powerhouse, and uh, you know, being a lifelong New England Patriots fan, uh, it was tough to see uh, Brady and Gronk celebrate with another team. Uh, you know, being almost a week later, I'm happy that they won, and you know, Brady says he's going to be back, but it still kind of sucks. It's uh, uh, you know, as a as a Ottawa Senators fan as well for hockey, it's like watching. Um, Carlson go off to San Jose. Uh, you know, it's the same thing with the Toronto Raptors here. It's like uh, watching uh, Kawhi Leonard uh, go off to the Clippers. It's like uh, you kind of you you want to see them happy, you want to see them win, but at the same time, it kind of sucks. So that's that was my feelings about football there, and that's I think the last football talk I'm going to do uh, for this show. But I, I don't think there's anything more. But we'll see. Uh, GCW and IWTV announced live events in Florida. Uh, for April. So I'm just going to quickly bring up the article here. Uh, so wrestling's trying to make a comeback. Obviously, Florida April means WrestleMania season there. Uh, so obviously, you know, WrestleMania week, so they call it WrestleMania weekend. Uh, but GCW IWTV announced live events and uh, Game Changer Wrestling IWTV uh, will be holding live events over WrestleMania weekend in Florida with the announcement of the collective remix and showcase of the independence. It was first reported by Fightful Select. The GCW will host a collective series of events April 8th to the 10th at the Cuban Club's outdoor courtyard in uh, Ybor City. I've got to figure out how, the pronunciation of that. I've seen that for like, I know Shimmer used to, uh, to run them as well, but Y-B-O-R City. Uh, Florida and Mass will be required for those in attendance. Shows will stream on Fight TV. So, uh, venue operating at 20% capacity for the events, which the report states will include uh, Joey Janela's Spring Break, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport, Further Culture, Effie's Big Gay Brunch, uh, Jimmy Loy's uh, D-Generation F. Uh, some of these are new to me. Uh, the Acid Cup, a two-day tournament, uh, Alley Cat's Hot Girl. I'm not going to say that last word. It is a, 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 a PG show on here. Planet Death, produced by Alex Colin, VAXS, No Peace Underground, as well as Unsanctioned Pro. Uh, so I've 
pretty much not sworn the whole 26 episodes. And when I go to release this on Apple Podcasts, I'm, you know, I can proudly say, yeah, there's no, there's no uh, profanity, so to speak. So I'm trying to stay away from it. I know I'm going to end up screwing up, uh, but uh, I try not to there. So yeah, guys, a lot of wrestling coming your way in April on top of WrestleMania, of course. Excuse me, five former WWE champions to challenge Drew McIntyre inside the elimination, uh, elimination chamber. Uh, so this was released uh, with regards to last Monday there. And that's uh, right after Raw. So they well, they announced actually, you know, the uh, start of Raw, but it, the article came out at the end of Raw. So WWE champion Drew McIntyre, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, the Miz and Sheamus Elimination Chamber match. And it's interesting because February 21st, which is just over a week away, and they're just announcing the main event for Raw there. Uh, I'll get more to that next week when I do uh, talk about Elimination Chamber as well as the prediction show for them. But uh, I wanted to uh, preview that there. From there, we go on to Oscar and Lacey Evans set for Raw Women's Title Showdown. So that is on the card as well. And the Lashley, Lee, and Riddle set for Elimination Chamber Title Clash. I'll get more into that when I talk about the Raw highlights there, but that is on the show as well. Uh, LaFaction in Gobernablas, uh, Rush, Dragon Lee, Bestia Del Ring signed new deals with ROH. Uh, so that came out, when was it, on the 9th? Uh, from ROHWrestling.com there. So I'm just going to bring up the article here. And where are we? There we go. I've also done well not kicking myself off this show, by the way. I've had a habit of one of my all you know my, my past shows that all of a sudden you'd see me disappear <laughs> and then come back to life. So I've gotten better at that as well. So props to me there. But uh, Left Fashion Ungrabble, like I said, Ring of Honor is pleased to announce the two-time ROH World Champion Rush and uh, ROH World Te uh, Television Champion Dragon Lee have resigned with the company. And their father, Bestia Del Ring, also has signed a contract. So Rush, Lee, and Bestia are members of Love Faction in Gobernable and one of the ROH's leading factions. The intense, hard-hitting Rush has been nearly unbeatable since making his ROH debut in December 2018. One of only five men to regain the ROH World Championship, El Toro Blanco has been pinned just once in ROH. So props for them, uh, props to them, sorry. Uh, they're signing a lot of guys, so it seems like almost every second day ROH is coming out and saying that basically uh, somebody else has been signed, you know, or re-signed by the company, which is absolutely great. Uh, and saying that Slex has been re-signed by the company as well. That came out on the 11th, as well as Kenny King. So Kenny King is a name that uh, people have been familiar with for the past 10 years, Impact Wrestling, the TNA Wrestling as well as ROH. So he's been re-signed by the company as well. Um, let's talk about uh, uh, big things happening besides ROH. Eric and Sarah Logan welcomed their first child. So that was on the night. So congratulations to them. I'm going to bring up the article here, courtesy of WB.com. So just give me a sec here. And a little more organized this week, so I'm kind of, uh, kind of proud of that there. But uh, like I said, Eric and Sarah Logan welcome first child. WDB is thrilled to share in the joy as Raymond uh, Rowe, Eric, and Sarah Logan Rowe welcomed their first child. Raymond Rowe, uh, sorry, Raymond Cash Rowe came into the world weighing eight pounds, 11 ounces, and 21.75 inches. Both Raymond and mom are doing great. And then Eric had posted a photo uh, with regards to Twitter. And it says, after 44 hours of labor, holy crap, 44 hours of labor. Both um, both mom and baby are happy and safe. He's perfect. And uh, he goes and posts a picture online there. So uh, WDB.com, like I said, it had uh, put out the article there. Uh, I tell you this. So my toddler, uh, Emma, she's two and a half years old. Um, Labor-wise, it was just less. So I know I'm not just less. Oh, no, hold on. I guess it would have been 
what, 18 hours? Yeah, so it would have been 18 hours, but uh, not even half of what uh, looks like Sarah Logan had gone through, Sarah Rowe. But uh, yeah, congratulations to those two there. And uh, yeah, I mean, they grow up quick, so enjoy, guys. Uh, WB Raw falls to lowest figures of 2021, maintains top position on cable. I always do the ratings every single week, but the reason I wanted to bring up this is uh, simply because of the fact they had absolutely no competition at all, and uh, they're not doing too well as far as the ratings go. Um, you know, well... Remaining on top of the cable charts, WB Raw fell to its lowest figures on 2021 on Monday night. Monday's episode averaged 1.715 million viewers and a 0.49 in the 18 to 49 demo. While viewership dropped by 9% in the demo figure by 15.5%, without sports competition, Raw was still the top cable for the top cable program for the evening. Show advertised the main event between Drew McIntyre and Randy Orton over the weekend, along with a face-to-face confrontation between Charlotte Flair and Lacey Evans that led to an impromptu match. So... Uh, not well for WWE, uh, you know, especially going into another pay-per-view with Elimination Chamber and uh, WrestleMania season, of course. And all of a sudden, you know, they, uh, like I said, 1.7 million people and uh, no competition at all. And if you look at the breakdown, the drop in the hours, I think the third hour was a 1.5 something. Uh, So they couldn't hold on to the audience, uh, you know, throughout the show. And uh, obviously the Nia Jax thing, you know, kind of just killed it for me. I know she became a meme on the internet this week, and then you know every pretty much podcast has been talking about it. But uh, you know, with regards to Raw and the ratings, I'll get more into that when I talk about the ratings. It's uh, it's going to be interesting going into WrestleMania. It's going to be interesting when the fans are actually able to come back, uh, you know, fully because the fact is, it's uh, what kind of audience are they going to have then? Uh, from uh, WWE Raw, we go into some Impact Wrestling. So tag title three way and more added to No Surrender this uh, coming Saturday. And man, I am cold for some reason. It's not even that bad outside today. Not the the way it's been, but still, I'm cold right now. Uh, Where are we here? So more must-see matches have been announced for Saturday's No Surrender on Impact Plus event. Uh, What was originally scheduled as a traditional tag team match between Impact World Tag Team Champions, the Good Brothers and Private Party has been changed to a triple threat with the addition of Chris Saban and James Storm. And I will get more into that when I talk about the uh, the highlights for the week, but uh, that has been made official. So triple threat match now for the uh, Tag Team Championships, which is... um, both good and bad, I guess. I mean, it's not a one-on-one contest anymore, but it, it kind of throws a, a monkey wrench into the mix, uh, so to speak. But like I said, I'll get more into that when I talk about the highlights there. Uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling, New Beginning in Hiroshima live uh, results. Hiromo took on show. Uh, that was on the 10th. So Hiromo Takahashi still the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Champion. Christian opens up after Royal Rumble return. WWE's The Bump. So he was a, uh, the guest on The Bump this past Wednesday. Uh, so go and check that out. CWNOnline.ca as well as YouTube. Uh, and then Christian goes and reveals he found out when he would be in the Royal Rumble, which I found out this was interesting there. So I'm just going to bring up that article here. Um... So this is courtesy of Post Wrestling, by the way. Christian J. Rezzo appears on WB's The Bump on Wednesday and discusses his surprise return to the Royal Rumble. Uh, Christian on his return, getting back in shape, was one of the topics. And then Christian (laughs) says he found out he's going to be in the Royal Rumble two days before. Well, yeah, that's a whole different thing. I found out at 7.30 on a Friday night, so it's kind of like a whirlwind from there. In hindsight, it was like, man... Uh, I would have liked to have a little more time to be able to get in the ring and and things and like that. But it also gave me, I was nervous when I got the call and I was like, oh, where's my gear? Where's my tights? Where's my boots? <laughs> There's all the things I have to find. So, uh, so once I found out, uh, once I found all those things and started piecing things together, there was no time to think. I had so much uh, to do to prepare for sat on Saturday. And then, you know, went to the arena on Sunday. I was surprisingly calm for not stepping 
uh, a foot in the ring for seven years. And when he talks about that, he talks about actually wrestling, uh, not that thing that happened with Randy Orton on Raw, but uh, actually making the comeback that he did. So uh, props to him. I know a lot of rumors taking place with regards to WrestleMania and potentially him going up against uh, uh, Big E for the Intercontinental Championship, which I would be uh, I'd be a fan to see. Uh, but uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see there. Uh, AEW New Japan's Danny Limelight reveals positive COVID-19 tests. So that came out on the uh, 10th. Uh, so get well to Danny Limelight there. Uh, WWE Battleground News. Mr. McMahon, Page, and Ricky Steamboat are headed to WWE 2K's Battlegrounds. That was released two days ago. So I'm just going to bring up the article here. Uh, just give me one sec. Like I said, I am a little more organized, but uh, as I'm doing the show, I'm deleting stuff as I go just to uh, to get, you know, the the be in sync, so to speak. So um, if you see me stall, I'm not necessarily stall. I'm just trying to stay organized here. Uh, but like I said, with regards to WWE 2K Battlegrounds, so don't worry. The only firing happening around here is how fired up you'll be about this update. You heard that right. The infamous uh, the infamous WWE authority figure and occasional in-ring better Mr. McMahon will step into the WWE 2K Battlegrounds ring alongside several additional WWE superstars, legends, and Hall of Famers, including Paige, uh, Mustafa Ali, Lana, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat, uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. <laughs> I'm trying to uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Okay, Doink the Clown is next on the list, and that's why I was kind of messing up his name. Uh, Mr. Perfect, the British Bulldog, Big Boss Man, and more. The roster update starts February uh, Wednesday, February 10th, and includes 24 new superstars as well as two new arenas and 19 new customization uh, items, making it the biggest roster update yet. And then they go and release the full list. So Wednesday, February 10th, Mr. McMahon, Grand Metallic was unlocked, and Mojo Raleigh was unlocked as well. Uh, February 17th is Mr. Perfect, Doink the Clown, Vitter, and Sonya Deville is unlocked. Uh, Wednesday, February 24th, Paige, Cactus Jack, Mustafa Ali is unlocked, and so is Tucker. Uh, Wednesday, March the 3rd, Ricky Steamboat, British Bulldog, Maurice is unlocked, as well as the Big Boss Man. Uh, Wednesday, March the 10th, Jim the Anvil Nightheart, Earthquake, Tamina is unlocked. And then the Austin 316 Anniversary uh, Arena is unlocked as well. Uh, Wednesday, March 17th, St. Paddy's Day. We got Typhoon, the Brian Kendrick, as well as Lana is unlocked. And then Wednesday, March the 24th, Curtis Axel, Alundra Blaze, Bo Dallas is unlocked. So you get the B team there, as well as WrestleMania 37 Arena unlocked. So a lot of huge updates coming to WB uh, 2K Battlegrounds there. Uh, as you can see behind me, I've got the game. I haven't played it in a little bit, but... Uh, uh, you know, once I usually start playing things, it, it goes on for a couple of days there. So, uh, you know, it's uh, but a lot of shows taking place as far as wrestling goes. And I'll get to, to that towards the end of the show there. Uh, who's the Cinderella story that's going to be in your bracket? AW Women's Title Eliminator Tournament. Uh, Tony Schiavone hosts that on YouTube. So check that out. It's also cwonline.ca for the link. Impact Wrestling adds new weekly TV show before the Impact. So I'm going to bring this up here because it is important as far as the growth of Impact Wrestling goes. And it's cool as well because I didn't hear anything about it until I think it was on Twitter. And then next thing you know, I read the article here. But like I said, Impact Wrestling adds new weekly TV show before uh, before the Impact is what it's called. Uh, we'll feature exclusive match and insider views every Tuesday at 7 p.m., on Access TV. Um, so right before Impact uh, airs, no word yet if it's going to be on Fight Network. Um, where's the date here? Next Tuesday. Actually, I should have checked before the show here because uh, I got Rogers and I, I'd be able to go and check. But uh, uh, if you have Rogers or whatever, you'll be able to see. But uh, I'll, I'll have the article up on um, cwnonline.ca if it's on the Fight Network here in Canada. 
Uh, but uh, Twitch, I don't know if it's going to be on Twitch either, uh, but I'm going to read the article here. A new one-hour weekly TV show from Impact Wrestling before the Impact will debut next Tuesday, February 16th on Access TV. It was announced last night. BTI, as they're calling it, will air at 7 p.m., 4 p.m. Pacific every Tuesday night on Access TV as a lead-in to the action-packed flagship Impact show, which airs at 8 p.m., 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, National-based sportscaster John Burton will be BTI's host. News Channel 5 anchor will be joined by reporters Gia Miller and the one and only Josh Matthews. Uh, as well as far as Canadian content goes, uh, BTI, will exclusive, sorry, BTI will feature exclusive news on the pro wrestling industry. From insider George Iceman, the Iceman's Intel segment is expected to be a highlight of BTI. Uh, so people know George Iceman's name through Destiny Wrestling. I know Steven Spice of Steven's Wrestling Journey was excited about that. He made a post a couple days ago there. But uh, uh, like I said, not sure if it's going to be on Fight Network or Twitch. Uh, but uh, once I, I see the news, I will uh, have it up on cwnonline.ca. Uh, John Moxley interview Battling the King Part 2. That is on YouTube right now as well, cwnonline.ca. Uh, so that is going into his February 26th contest against uh, Kenta. So two weeks from tonight uh, on uh, New Japan World. And uh, looking forward to that as well there. Uh, speaking of New Japan, New Japan Pro Wrestling, New Beginning in Hiroshima. Live results, uh, Kota Ibushi defeats Sanada. So Kota Ibushi uh, ends up retaining uh, both belts. And then there was a, a segment with uh, Tatsuya Naido. And it looks like Naido is going to challenge for the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. And I'm not even sure why. And uh, some of the other podcasters out there aren't sure why either. Excuse me. When you think about Tatsuya Naido, and those belts, okay, he respects both belts. Now, obviously, they're, they're taking the belts and, and uh, separating them, where Coda wanted to do something different with them. But obviously, they're, I guess, going a different direction, maybe. But when you look at the way, and I'm talking a couple of years ago, that Tetsuya Naito used to <laughs> treat the IWGP Intercontinental Championship. He used to toss it around. He'd kick it. He'd throw it. He'd you know step on it. He just he didn't care about it at all. And next thing you know, it's like um, he he wants it back. It's like that bad relationship, so to speak. But uh, uh, like I say, he's he's not interested in the uh, heavyweight championship, but he is interested in the IC title. So it's a uh, love hate relationship there. But uh, I, I guess we'll wait and see where that goes. Uh, unfortunately, uh, unfortunate news here. Beloved wrestler trainer Rusty Brooks dies. He, uh, that was released on the uh, yesterday on the eleventh. I uh, found this out through uh, Slam Wrestling there, so I'm just going to bring up the article here. I uh, didn't know too much uh, about the guy at all, uh, really, uh, but uh, it was a Greg Oliver, Slam Wrestling, put out a great article. Uh, the start of it was, there was a time in wrestling schools weren't a dime a dozen. Select few in the late 80s, early 90s taught the skills to a next generation. One of the best Rusty was Rusty Brooks, who death uh, shook the tight-knit Florida wrestling community on February 11th. Uh, he was 63 years old. Uh, Brooks ran the Rusty Brooks Pro Wrestling Academy, first in a warehouse, but then in his backyard. We were in a warehouse for a little while, but with the economy being what it was, uh, what it is, the backyard is perfect. Brooks told the South Florida Sun Centennial and 20 11 there's no overhead uh not all the names that worked out with brooks made it to the big time but his ring was also a place to hone skills and at various times connor of the ascension mvp gangrel luna vachon angel rose and norma uh norma norman smiley were there and a uh, long article here but it talks about uh, his career uh shows some pictures some footage with him and hulk hogan and macho man randy savage uh, you know, and uh, looks like a, a great guy, 63 years old, uh, you know, uh, unfortunately, uh, sad uh, uh, news. 
Uh, you know, it's uh, wasn't the oldest, wasn't the youngest. And uh, again, down there in the Florida wrestling community, uh, sounds like he was uh, beloved. So uh, th- thoughts and prayers are with his friends, families, and fans. And like I said, if you want to check out that article, slamwrestling.net uh, is the best way to be able to do it. Uh, Battle of the Brands, Season 2, Episode 34, Tyler Breeze Presents Unforgiven. So if you're a fan of the Up, Up, Down, Down series, you can check that out. Uh, that is up on, I think, CWN Online. I think I posted that there, but if not, check out YouTube. Uh, Triple H Audio. This is definitely up on CWN uh, Online.ca. And I had listened to this yesterday. Um, I went through a heavy podcast listening uh, yesterday. Uh, but Triple H Audio, Velveteen Dream Update, Steve Cutler Edge, New Signings. That is on, like I said, CWN Online.ca. Um, it's a link to F4WOnline.com. Uh, but the cool thing about it is a, a lot of uh, websites out there will go and talk about the um, – uh, you know, the audio call, the media call, so to speak, the conference call, and um, they won't necessarily give you a link. But the cool thing about F4WOnline.com is they'll actually provide the link for you. So a free link so you can download the MP3 uh, and then you can listen to it, uh, you know, on your own there. So um, uh, it's it's cool because of the fact they, they give a, a, a little breakdown of what was talked about on the call. But at the same time, they, they you know, present the audio call for you so you can download it there. Uh, but uh, like I said, uh, Triple H Audio, check that out, cwnonline.ca as well as uh, uh, f4wonline.com. Uh, Michael Sat- <laughs> Michael. Mako Satamara debuts in NXT UK, says so she's ready for Kylie Ray. I'll get into that when I talk about the highlights here. Uh, so she is officially part of NXT UK now. Uh, WWE Braun Strowman recovering from infection in the blood system. This came out yesterday, um, kind of uh, sad because you kind of like see Braun Strowman in the Royal Rumble. And the next thing you know is you don't hear much about him at all. And the Royal Rumble was January 31st, and this was released, like I said yesterday, February 11th. So WB's Braun Strowman is recovering from an infection that got into his blood system. Uh, and then Braun posts on Instagram. So a little update. I've been gone off here for a bit. Uh, I got really sick over the weekend. Uh, I got an infection that got into my blood system. Had to get put on antibiotics for that. It was awful. I've dropped like 15 pounds in five days. Couldn't eat and stuff like that, but it looks like I've gained 50 pounds of water weight. All my joints and everything are swollen and inflamed, but the antibiotics are working. I'm feeling better. We're going to nip this thing in the bud. Uh, Get back to trading. Put that mask back on. I'll get back to seeing you guys very soon. So uh, thoughts and prayers there with uh, Braun Strowman there. And, uh, you know, to, to get better. But, uh, you know, you just never know. It's it's you see him in the Royal Rumble. Now, all of a sudden, it's he's uh, he's healing. So uh, that is the the main thing. He's taking care of himself. Oh, excuse me. Uh, Keith Lee and Mia Yim share news of engagement on social media. So that broke yesterday. Uh, so congratulations to Keith Lee and uh, Reckoning Mia Yim. Uh, you know, uh, uh, another couple WWE superstars on the, on the way to get married there. Uh, Winnipeggers episode 30 was released yesterday as well. Uh, the one and only Chris Jericho, and uh, it was a. It, uh, I don't normally talk about the Winnipeg series, but uh, episode thirty, so he's getting up there as well. Uh, but yesterday, it was the the topic was hot or not rock stars. So I haven't seen it yet, but uh, uh, looks like it should be interesting there. Uh, five singles matches on Castle Attack Night One card preview. Uh, so that was released actually this morning. So I'm just going to bring up the article here just quickly, and this is uh, next uh, with regards to New Japan Pro Wrestling, but. Um, Five singles matches on Castle Attack Night 1 card. 
Uh, February 27th sees New Japan, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling return to Osaka uh, Joe Hall for the first time since Dominion last July. These two night events will start a massive five singles matches as the King of Pro Wrestling 2021 trophy is fought for. We see two singles previews of tag team championship match, or sorry, tag team championship action and chaos versus Bullet Club. Uh, comes to a head in two grudge matches. So the main event, uh, Kazuchika Okada taking on Evil. You've also got on the show, you've got Jay White taking on Tomohiro Ishii. So Ishii looking to get uh, revenge for uh, White attacking him when he uh, made the comeback there. Um, we got Toriano taking on Chase Owens. Chase Owens was just a guest on Straight Talk Wrestling. So guys, check that out. But I'll get more to that when I talk about Indy. Uh, Hiroki Goto taking on Tama Tongas. And then we've got Yoshihashi taking on Tangaloa. And then we've got uh, Satoshi Kojima, Hiroyoshi Tanzan, Hiroshi Tanahashi taking on the United Empire, which is Will Ospreay, one of the best, Jeff Cobb, and the great Okan. So that is part of night one, guys. And then we got night two taking place as well. So four championship matches highlight Loda Castle attack night two card. And uh, we get the main event, which is the IWGP Intercontinental Championship match. Kota Ibushi taking on Tetsuya Naito, uh, singles wrestler. So a singles record listed by New Japan 1972.com is six and three Ibushi. Uh, for the Intercontinental Championship, though, it's uh, two and one Ibushi there. Uh, so uh, hashtag is NJ. Uh, C attack. Uh, so you can check that out on Twitter as well. Uh, but the rest of the matches for this one, you've got uh, Hiromu Takahashi taking on uh, ELP, El Fantasmo, uh, Canada's own. Uh, and, and that is for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship there. We've got uh, fourth match, Never Openweight Championship. Uh, so we got Hiroshi Tanahashi defending against the great Okan. Uh, we get the uh, tag team championships, the, uh, the the heavyweight tag team championships. So the GOD, Gorillas of Destiny, Destiny, sorry, Tamatanga and Tangaloa taking on Chaos, uh, which is Yoshihashi and Hiroko Godu. Uh, we've also got uh, Chaos, which is Toriano, Tomohiro Ishii, as well as Okada taking on the Bullet Club, which is Jay White, Chase Owens, and Evil. And then uh, first match of the night is Tenkozi, which is Satoshi Kojima and Hiroyoshi Tenzan taking the United Empire, which is Jeff Cobb and Will Ospreay. Uh, so guys, check that out. This will be at the end of February there. Uh, with regards to that, it's, it'll be cool because of the fact is you've got a lot of wrestling taking place this weekend. You've got focus on, and, and not just wrestling taking place this weekend, UFC 258 as well. Next weekend, you've got the Elimination Chamber. And then the next weekend, you can focus on uh, my one of my favorites, of course, which is... Uh, <laughs> I'm loving some of these comments that come in, the, the spammers, so to speak. But I'll just, uh, I'll leave it at that. Uh, but um, yeah, I love New Japan for wrestling. And, and if you've ever seen this show, you'll, you'll know that for sure. So uh, I'll leave it at that. Uh, last little bit of news as far as pro wrestling goes. We've got Keiji Muto, uh, otherwise known as the Great Muda, uh, captioned the GHC Heavyweight Championship. So that was this morning as well. Uh, this article here by uh, Post Wrestling. But um, uh, like I said, this was this morning. So pro wrestling Noah held their uh, destination show today in Tokyo, Japan at the Budokan Arena. The headlining match of the night was uh, Go Sh uh, Shizoki. Go Shizaki, I want to. I had that name earlier, and, and now it's just, it slipped. Uh, putting the GHC Heavyweight Championship on the line against uh, Keiji Muto, also uh, known as the Great Muda. Finish of the match, uh, Shizaki. I want to say show. It's either Shizaki or Shozaki. And my apologies. Hit the ropes and charged at Muto, but Muto leaped up and hit a Hurricane, followed by a pin. Held down Shizaki down to the secure the win and become champion. Post match, former GHC Heavyweight Champion. Kaido Kiyomaya came down to the ring and set at Mudo 
uh, down in the in-ring portion of the show concluded. Kiyomaya uh, reigned as GHC Heavyweight Champion for over a year before uh, before defeating being defeated by Go at Noah's New Sunrise Show in January 2020. So yeah, Keiji Muto is the current champion uh, in 2021, which is insane. Um, I'm like I said, a fan of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And that's why I'm usually good with all of the names. Uh, Pro Wrestling Noah, um, uh, I'm starting to get into again. So once I start watching it, uh, seeing the footage and stuff like that, I'll get the names proper. But uh, that's all it is. It's no disrespect meant to uh, to any of those guys. Uh, Shane Taylor Promotions challenging for the ROH six-man tag team titles. Uh, that is the last little bit of wrestling news as far as the pro scene goes. I'm just going to bring this up here. This was released by F4WOnline.com. Tunnel match was originally scheduled for Final Battle. Now took place at ROH Television later this month. ROH has announced that Shane Taylor Promotions, which is Shane Taylor and the Soldier of Savagery, uh, taking on Bandito, Flamita, and Ray Horses. Challenging for the ROH six-man tag team titles on the ROH TV episode. That premieres the weekend of Saturday, February 20th. Uh, so us here in Canada will be able to view that uh, on the Tuesday at 11 o'clock on the Fight Network. Or you'll be able to find it online, of course, as well. Highlights of the week are this, guys. We had uh, Monday Night Raw that took place, obviously, this past Monday. Uh, we had uh, Shane McMahon returning, doing an Adam Pierce promo as well, announcing the Elimination Chamber. Uh, AJ Styles defeats Jeff Hardy. New Day defeats T-Bar and Slapjack. Uh, Lacey Evans defeats uh, Charlotte Flair by DQ. Charlotte Flair just went nuts with regards to Lacey Evans there. Uh, so that's why the DQ. But uh, Lacey Evans, that's why she's challenging Asuka for the title uh, because it was a match. The winner goes on. And basically, uh, you know, uh, Lacey got her butt handed to her by Charlotte Flair, but Charlotte Flair didn't care. Uh, obviously, Ric Flair was part of that match as well. Uh, Edge, Miz, uh, Morrison promo. Then we get Damian Priest defeating uh, uh, Gar uh, Angel Garza. Uh, Keith Lee defeats uh, Riddle. Lana defeats uh, uh, Nia Jax in a tables match. That was the whole big meme. Uh, so it's, I think that was third hour of the show, if anybody's interested. Uh, Naomi uh, then uh, defeats uh, Shayna Baszler uh, to follow up. McIntyre Orton went to a no contest due to Sheamus's interference. So that leading into the Elimination Chamber is going to be interesting there. AEW Dark highlights 12 matches took place. If you want to check it out, uh, cwnonline.ca or YouTube. Impact highlights uh, Trey Alexander Mack in Suicide defeats uh, Chris Bay, uh, Ace Austin, Devari, as well as Blake Christian. Uh, we got Lee defeating ODB. Um, Navaya defeats Hogan. I, I learned something too. Navaya spelled backwards is actually heaven. And I think it was um, D'Lo or, or, or Matt uh, 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 Stryker had made that reference there. I didn't know that. And all of a sudden I spelled it. And I was like, holy crap. So learned something new on the impact this uh, past Tuesday. But uh, Navaya defeats Hogan by DQ. Uh, Black Taurus debuts. Uh, they, uh, he was part of uh, Decay. Uh, they ended up uh, defeating Caleb with a K. Uh, Saban and Storm, I should, say, I should say this as well, uh, strong, strong, strong showing by Black Taurus, by the way. Uh, so, But uh, he looked good because of the fact he's all dressed in black. Uh, Decay, which is Rosemary and Crazy Steve, changed their gimmicks, uh, their gear, their face paint. They're all dressed in black as well. Uh, so it looks like a good trio there. Uh, but I'm interested to see where this goes. Uh, Saban and Storm defeats the Good Brothers by DQ, which sets up the triple threat match taking place this weekend. I'll get more into that later on in the show as well. And the Rich One, Tommy Dreamer, uh, end up uh, signing the contract there for their match tomorrow night. And uh, I'm interested. I'll say this. I, I want to see Dreamer win. 
50 years old on its uh, um, on its birthday tomorrow night. I want to see Dreamer win. I think it would be uh, absolutely phenomenal. ROH highlights, uh, world-famous CB, formerly known as Cheeseburger, uh, did an interview followed up by a Pure Rules match where he lost against Tracy Williams. Hot sauce there. Uh, PCO and the Briscoes uh, uh, against La Faction in Grabnablo. So uh, Roosh, Dragon Lee, and Bestia Del Ring, and Flip Gordon end up going to a no contest. So uh, interesting to see Flip Gordon uh, side with those guys there. But that was the main event for ROH. Uh, this past Tuesday night on Fight Network. MLW highlights ACH defeats Brian Pillman Jr. Calvin Tankman uh, defeats Zenshi uh, Contra, which was Devar and Simon Gotch. Uh, went to a no contest with Injustice. Leo Rush as champ defeats Loretto Kid as champ in an interpromotional title fight uh, where the MLW World Middleweight Championship was on the a line against the AAA Cruiserweight Championship. So uh, Leo Rush is now double champion over there. He's uh, doing some social media stuff, uh, saying he's going to take over like Ultimate Dragon. I'm going to say good luck with that. But uh, Leo Rush, like I said, double champion for MLW as well as AAA. AEW Dynamite. So I did the uh, the whole multitasking thing this past Wednesday. So hopefully I've got this right. Uh, Darby Allen defeats Joey Janela. MJF Sammy uh, backstage promo. Uh, Rhodes and Lee Johnson defeat Avalon. So Peter Avalon as well as uh, Cesar Bonani hopefully I pronounce that right pack defeats ryan nemeth yes the uh brother of the one and only dolph ziggler uh, jericho mjf in a backstage segment i'll get more into this after i, I do the, the just the uh the results here uh jericho and mjf defeat the acclaimed inner circle uh sammy guevara promo hardy and hangman at the bar shivani sting uh team taz um a Darby Allen promo. I'll get more into that in a moment here as well. Thunder Rosa defeats Layla Hirsch in the tournament. Uh, uh, Jungle Boy does an interview with Tony Schiavone, which we see a, a more serious side to Jungle Boy, which was cool. Uh, we got Kenny Omega and Kenta in the main event defeating Moxley and uh, Archer in a Falls Count Anywhere match, which went to the kitchen and uh, we saw potatoes <laughs> being used, which uh, kind of made me laugh there. But with regards to, to some of the moments here, so Sammy Guevara left the inner circle based on the fact that he finally came to blows with MJF. MJF played it up like he basically got his, his butt handed to him by like a, a sledgehammer, so to speak. Um, you know, and then all of a sudden he basically went crying wolf to Chris Jericho. And uh, Sammy said, you know, basically in the promo with the inner circle, he said, you know, if one more thing had happened, that's it. He's done. He's out of the inner circle. And uh, he kept his word. And uh, the last moments of the we see of him is him packing his bags and leaving the arena and saying he needs some time to go uh, to think. So looks like we might be getting a face Sammy coming back, which I'm excited about there. Um Another thing was Matt Hardy and Hangman Page. So <laughs> Matt Hardy takes uh, Hangman, takes him to the bar, tries to get him drunk. Um, you know, they're doing shots, but Matt Hardy's tossing his shot aside. Uh, gets Hangman to sign a contract. But uh, when Matt Hardy wasn't looking, Hangman ditched Matt Hardy's contract, put his own contract out there. So he ended up signing this contract pr produced by Hangman Page, as well as uh, Matt Hardy signed it as well. And then Matt Hardy sticks an envelope and takes off. And he's all giddy. Uh, so we're going to see what happens there, how it plays out. But it's either, you know, Matt Hardy doing what he was doing with private party there and and, and taking all their money. It's going to be interesting to see uh, where this goes with Hangman. Obviously, it's going to lead to a match, a feud between the two. But uh, it was uh, comical there. And uh, like I said, the main event was uh, phenomenal as well. It was interesting as well because they had uh, Kenny Omega pinning Archer. Uh, but he had to get help from the good brothers to get him up for the one wing angel there. But uh, good, strong show by AEW, uh, AEW Dynamite. Then we go on to NXT highlights. So MSK defeats Legado del Fantasma, uh, Dusty semi semifinals. So MSK is going to the finals there. 
Zaylee defeats uh, Cora Jade. Uh, we have more into the whole kind of uh, you know thousand years of the whoever whoever sitting there on the throne. Haven't really been much into it, so I can't say much more than that. Then we get the uh, a promo between the way William Regal and Kushida, which is funny. So uh, Johnny uh, was playing up the injured arm, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, there's X ray shown on the screen, and Regal's just kind of grilling him. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, uh, they realize he's the you know. So basically, Regal's calling him a liar, and then Johnny's like, no, 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 I'm not lying, I'm not lying. And then Kushida gets involved. And it was, uh, you know, it was uh, comical. It was just uh, what it was. But um, match is still on coming up at uh, TakeOver on Sunday, which is cool. But uh, yeah, it was a pretty good promo there. Then we go to uh, Shotzi Blackheart, Ember Mood defeating Candice LeRae and, and Indy Hartwell to uh, advance in the, uh, the cup. Uh, so they're moving on to the finals. Uh, Kushida then defeats Austin Theory by DQ. Cameron Grimes pl- promo, which was great. Uh, he comes out. And he's a new Cameron Grimes driving a fancy car, throwing money all over the place. He's got this like uh, brown kind of uh, top hat and, and suit and everything else going on. But uh, we're seeing a new uh, kind of million dollar man version of Cameron Grimes still with the Carney version uh, uh, side of him as well. So it'll be interesting to see where this goes. And then the main event, Gr- uh, Grizzled Young Veterans defeats uh, Champa and Thatcher uh, in the, f- the semifinals as well to advance. So uh, that is going to be interesting when it comes to Sunday. And I'll get more into that at the end of the show here. NXT UK highlights, like I say, Mako Setamara uh, defeats uh, Isla or Isla Dawn. I want to say Isla Dawn. Uh, Noam Darum's uh, Supernova Sessions featured uh, Shaw Samuels. Uh, Piper Niven defeats Amale. Uh, Mark Andrews Flash Morgan Webster defeats Primate and Any Dennis in a tag team straight, uh, street fight in the main event there. So that is it for highlights for the week as far as TV goes. And uh, from there, we go into ratings, raw ratings this week. So 1.17, 1.17. 715 million, like I said, for Raw. 0.49 and 18 to 49 demo. First for the night, though. Um, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, Impact Wrestling, 153,000. Uh, 3, 0.04 and 18 to 49 demo. 129th for the night. Uh, so Impact is uh, still trying to, uh, you know, find out how they can be uh, more successful than they, what they are. Um, even if they just double their number, I think that would be cool for the uh, for 2021. I've been an Impact Wrestling fan for all like, God, 15, 16 years. Uh, so I want to see them do better because they got the talent. And uh, anyways, I'll leave it at that. Uh, AEW 741, so 741,000. So 0. 0.29 and 18 to 49 demo, 21st for the night. Uh, Canada, they had 78,400 people watch. 49,000 in the 25 to 54 demo. Ninth among sports programming for the night here in Canada. Uh, reason for it, hockey basically kicked their butts. So um, NXT 558 for the night, 0.12 in the 18 to 49 demo and 62nd for the night. Uh, so not a good showing going into the uh, pay-per-view, so to speak, on Sunday. Uh, SmackDown preview tonight. Seth Rollins returns to SmackDown. That was all that was listed. Uh, 205 Live preview, nothing listed. And then New Japan Pro Wrestling Strong preview. Main event, TJP and Ren Narita taking on Team Filthy, which is Chris Dickinson and uh, Danny Limelight. Obviously, this was uh, taped in advance, recorded in advance, because Danny, Danny Limelight now dealing with uh, COVID. Uh, but uh, thoughts and prayers for uh, a good, uh, uh, strong healing there for Danny Limelight. Uh, MMA, DC and Hawani, February 8th, ESPM MMA, of course, that was on YouTube. Uh, you can find the link on cdbnonline.ca as well. Bella Tour announces move to Showtime Light Heavyweight Grand Prix. This was huge news. Uh, main reason for it is because of the fact you've got, well, I'll tell you this. They went from being on uh, Paramount 
moving over into CBS Sports Network, and all of a sudden they weren't getting good ratings. And the next thing you know, the announcement comes out, and now they're on basically prime time again uh, with regards to Showtime. But uh, the article, uh, courtesy MMMWeekly.com, uh, Bellator MMA on Tuesday revealed that Showtime would be the new home of the fight promotion beginning with its restart on April the 2nd. New partnership puts Bellator on Friday nights just after the promotion had moved to CBS Sports on Thursday nights during the tail end of 2020. Uh, so why did the Showtime move come so soon after the move to CBS Sports? Uh, when you looked at the trajectory of Bellator, who, they, uh, who they've been able to sign as free agents, their ability to build new stars and contribute to the sport, Time uh, just felt right for us to combine forces, said Stephen uh, Espinoza, president of Showtime Sports. Bellator has matured and elevated itself to a point where it now belongs on a premium television network. It's a monster move for Bellator, and they are going uh, big right out of the gate on Showtime with a stacked month of fight cards that includes a much-anticipated late heavyweight Grand Prix. So, guys, you can check that out, cdbanonline.ca, for more information there, as well as you can go and uh, check it out on, obviously, the Bellator website or mmmweekly.com as well. Uh, a little bit more of MMA news. Former MMA star Gina Carano fired from Mandalorian, as well as her talent agency released her as well. Uh, so not a good week for Gina Carano, obviously, of uh, MMA fam, uh, fame and then uh, obviously the movies and stuff like that. Um, if you want to check it out, it's out there, but uh, I'm not going to get into it here. Uh, I just want to uh, bring up the fact that she's been released. Uh, UFC 258 taking place this weekend, tomorrow. Uh, Kimura Usman taking on uh, Burns, uh, so Gilbert Burns. Uh, so like I said, tomorrow, 10 p.m. on pay-per-view from the UFC Apex in Las Vegas, Nevada. Welterweight Championship is on the line. Kimura Usman, uh, the Nigerian nightmare, as he's called, has champ, taking on Gilbert Dorino Burns, number one contender. Prelims take place 8 o'clock, uh, I want to say tonight, tomorrow night on TSN 5. Early prelims take place 6.30 p.m. on UFC Fight Pass tomorrow. Uh, featuring Canada's own, and she's from Niagara Falls, guys, uh, Jillian the Savage Robertson taking on Miranda Fear. Uh, I love this nickname, by the way. Miranda Fear the is her nickname, Maverick. So it's Miranda Fear the Maverick in a flyweight belt. So, guys, check that out tomorrow if you want to. If you're not watching the Impact uh, Wrestling uh, I pay-per-view, UFC 258 is taking place. And like I said, you get some free content taking place 6.30 tomorrow for the early prelims. And then the uh, the main prelims are taking place at 8 o'clock on TSN 5 here in Canada. Uh, I don't know why I said Canada, <laughs> but I did. Canada, Canada, whatever. Um, I'm proud Canadian, by the way. Uh, boxing. Yes, boxing. So I have, so if you're a fan of the website, I've changed it up a little bit. And the reason why I changed it up was to put more focus on the content of CWN. Uh, so the stuff that I'm doing, stuff that Steven's doing, uh, you know, just anything like that. Uh, but as well as uh, I wanted to put focus on boxing, pro boxing. And the reason for it, former heavyweight champion Leon Spinks Jr. dies at the age of 67. And when I read that, I was thinking to myself, you know what? I was like, I miss talking about boxing. Uh, I miss boxing as an entity, as anything that uh, you know uh, I've done as far as CWN goes. In the last 12 years, you have seen boxing on some of the versions of the website that I've had. Uh, nothing with regards to the past year or so. And then I changed that. So like I said, Leon Spinks Jr. dies at the age of 67 years old. I'm just going to bring up the article here because it's it's big. When you think about boxers and, uh, you know, uh, Canadian or American or whatever the case may be, there's a lot of names out there 
um, that, you know, just are, are synonymous, notorious with uh, the sport. And Leon Spinks was one of them. And uh, this was uh, courtesy of Sportsnet.ca uh, on uh, February the 6th. So it uh, would have been a week ago tomorrow. So Leon Spinks, who won Olympic gold and then shocked the boxing world by beating Muhammad Ali to win the heavyweight title in only his eighth pro fight, has died. He was 67 years old. Uh, Spinks, who lived in his later years, in Las Vegas, died Friday night, according to a release from a public relations firm. He had been battling prostate cancer as well as other cancers. His wife, Brenda Glur Spinks, and a few close friends and other family members were by his side when he passed away. A lovable heavyweight with a drinking problem. <laughs> that sounds like a, a, a title of a book. Spinks uh, beat Ali uh, by decision in a 15-round fight in 1978 to win the title. He was unranked at the time and picked as an opponent because Ali was looking for an easy fight. Uh, so I read that last week and I immediately thought th I thought of the Rocky movies. And I don't know that, you know, I, I can't say if, if that's the reason why Rocky was played out like it was. Uh, I can imagine that probably had a lot to do with it. I just don't know timing wise, years wise, if, if it added up. Uh, but uh, I mean, to know he beat Muhammad Ali, you know, it's uh, uh, was uh, kind of cool that way. Uh, my dad, huge boxing fan, don't know if he still is, but he used to be. Um, actually got to see some amateur fights growing up as a kid at the uh, uh, the Lord Beaverbrook uh, uh, rink. So the LBR down there in St. John, New Brunswick, uh, you know, but uh, it was uh, it was cool as a kid to be able to go to the amateur fights with my dad. He wanted to put me into boxing. I guess this the story was he loved it so much he wanted to put me into it and my mom wouldn't let him. So, uh, you know, the, uh, obviously I've still got my head on my shoulders, which is a, a cool thing. But uh, my, my cousin was uh, training to be a boxer and I uh, um, uh, don't know if he's still doing it, but he uh, you know, he's he, pretty good shape uh, for what I'd seen uh, uh, from uh, my cousin Corey there. Uh, and then with regards to, uh, you know, just boxing as a whole, it's like you think of the, the Mike Tysons, which ironically enough, um, I was flicking the channels last night and ended up seeing Hangover on TV. And then they got that scene with Mike Tyson and the Tiger and everything else. But, uh, yeah, you will see boxing uh, on the website now and you will see me talking about it here on the show. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, again, as a, as a kid, it, I was a fan of it. You know, ABC Sports, my dad used to watch it. And then obviously watching the amateur fights and stuff like that. But uh, thoughts and prayers with the family, friends, fans of Leon Spinks. Uh, like I said, he passed away uh, last Friday at the age of 67 there. Uh, so uh, you can check that out, uh, cwnonline.ca. And then there's another, other, another article as well. Uh, boxers and colleagues react to the death of former heavyweight champion Leon Spinks. So you can check that out at cwnonline.ca as well. So a little bit of a break time here. And I've put out <laughs> I've put out a challenge to get some more promos in here. So uh, we'll we'll see how well that goes in the next month or so. But uh, I'm going to play the uh, clip, obviously, from Ryan Knight of the Knights of the Squared Circle, because uh, it does uh, correlate to the end of the show and uh, what I'm going to show everybody here. So, uh, yeah, check this article out by article. Check this uh, promo out by uh, Ryan Knight's uh, Knights of the Squared Circle there. Are you a pro wrestling fan? Do you want the latest info on shows and the stars that appear throughout Ontario? Are you looking for information and insight into the independent wrestling scene? Want interviews and information on the big leagues? Then you want Knights of the Squared Circle with Ryan Knight on Coyote 103. Ryan has his finger on the pulse of wrestling in Ontario on every level, and he brings that to you every Sunday at noon. Listen for your wrestling fix with Ryan Knight and Knights of the Squared Circle, Sunday at noon, only on Coyote 103.
So once again, the ad boy, uh, the Knights of the Square Circle there. Check them out every Sunday, Coyote 103, of course. Um, this is the time we talk about uh, Canadian independent wrestling. So hashtag we are CIW. And uh, you can see the link down below there, CanadianIndependentWrestling.ca. Forward you to the Facebook group, of course. Uh, 430 members and growing. Uh, like I said, with regards to the group, as I say every week, uh, just keep it clean, but uh, promote Everything you've got going on as far as Canadian independent wrestling goes, your gimmick, your promotion, uh, your merchandise, uh, streaming services, uh, your podcast, whatever the case may be. So CanadianIndependentWrestling.ca and the, ha- the hashtag, I guess it, hashtag WeRCIW. You can type that into Twitter or Instagram or Facebook in the search field and you'll be able to see everything that comes up with regards to Canadian independent wrestling there. Um, so again, no action taking place, but... Um, I feel like it's close. I just uh, when I say I feel like it's close, I feel like summer. Okay, I know some of the the promotions on the East Coast have been running and stuff like that. It's kind of make me uh, envious, so to speak. But uh, I'm excited, and uh, hopefully by the summer, fall, we start to get it. And they're not going to do anything until it's safe, uh, obviously. But uh, I mean, I'm just uh, I'm excited. I'm excited about Canadian independent wrestling uh, happening once again. But um, uh, for now, you can check it out on YouTube. So some of the stuff that was on YouTube this week. So Tag Team Action, Desi Hit Squad taking on Sheldon Jean, as well as Justin Sane. That was on the 8th. This is all YouTube stuff, by the way, guys. Uh, new Evolved on Rogers TV, episode number 94, featured the one and only Tyson Dukes taking on Blake Maxwell for the championship. Uh, that was on the 8th as well. VidCast 36 featuring Dynamo, a.k.a. Slash, was on the 9th. 365 Pro Wrestling Podcast, episode number 89, featuring Rhea Von Slasher. That was on the 9th as well. Spencer Love interviews Casey Cattell uh, on the 10th. I think I get to see her the CZW versus Smash show. Uh, show. Um, but uh, I'm not 100% sure. But uh, yeah, like I said, Spencer Love, Casey Cattell interview on the 10th. On the 11th, Vidcast, uh, Vidcast 37 interviewing Chase Owens. So George Mackay is Straight Talk Wrestling there interviewing the one and only Bullet Club member Chase Owens. So I uh, saw a clip of it. Haven't seen the whole thing yet, but uh, uh, you know, keep it up, George. You're, uh, you're doing well. Uh, Elian Habanero's Fave 5 took place uh, yesterday, 365 Pro Wrestling. Uh, that launched last night. Episode number 78, The Factory versus Corey Stone and Cyrus Bowman. Scotty O'Shea taking on Carter Mason, uh, as well as Tyson Dukes. So that was on the 11th, uh, courtesy of Border Town Pro Wrestling. MPW Into the Layer, episode 13. Wrath and Stu Cruel. <laughs> what a name, Stu Cruel. For taking on Dark Horse and the Phoenix. So that was uh, yesterday as well. Spencer Love Today interviews Mike Bennett of ROH. So check that out. Free match, the VIPs versus TDT. Uh, FLW Tag Team Championship match, just for laughs. Uh, 2019, that's courtesy of FLQ. Episode number eight, uh, 83, six-way match. Jody Threat taking on JT Kirk, ch- taking on the Cadet, taking on Solo, taking on uh, Roach, taking on Exo- Xavier Jones. No, maybe three of those names. Uh, CPW, so uh, uh, Courage Pro Wrestling, I think it is. Uh, Ontario based, of, of course. And then Madison Miles, yes, the one and only uh, winner of the 2020 uh, uh, Siren uh, um, uh, Category Award for CPW HOF, so Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, presented by uh, CWN. So Madison Miles taking on Dylan Bostic, free intergender wrestling match, uh, as that's courtesy of uh, NSPW North Shore, uh, put out there by the one and only new Scott Harold Kennedy. So check that out as well. So lots of content with regards to um, Canadian Independent Wrestling. And I'm going to show, I'm still cold. (laughs) I'm going to show people just uh, uh, in a bit here with regards to YouTube and and the stuff that's going on there. But um, guys, check this out. Slugging with Stephen uh, O'Neill. 
uh, featuring the one and only endorsement, Sebastian Suave. So that was released on the nice. So every Tuesday we're doing new interviews or Steven's doing new interviews with uh, Canadian independent wrestlers, Ontario independent wrestlers. And this week it was uh, Sebastian uh, Suave, the endorsement smash wrestling owners so uh check that out steven's got his own section there you'll see it in the cwn section as well uh but those interviews uh exclusive to, to cwn are released uh every tuesday at 6 p.m so uh look for uh, another one coming soon uh canadian independent wrestling.ca like i said guys is the best way to get in touch with canadian independent wrestling uh as far as the show goes and like i said it forwards you on to the uh uh, the Facebook group there. So I'm just going to get rid of this here and then bring up this. So last week you heard me talk about black history month. So hashtag black history month. Um, I think it's important with regards to the, uh, you know, the, um, the wrestlers, the talent ha has come through Canada. Uh, so in saying that I want to bring up uh, the bio this week on somebody who everybody knows the name of Olympic based, you know, British based, uh, even down to what was it? Rest, not WrestleMania, but SummerSlam 92 is in the corner of the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. Uh, but it's the one and only Lennox Lewis. So Lennox Lewis dot com is his official website and he's got an official bio up on it. It says Lennox Lewis was born September the 2nd, 1965 in Stratford, East London to Jamaican parents. After the doctor looked at the 10 pound, 10 ounce baby, that's a big baby. Uh, he said he looks uh, like a Lennox. And so he was named uh, Lennox spent his early years in East end of London and due to his family's uh, economic situation. His mother migrated or immigrated to Canada in search of a better job opportunities and left him in care of a family friend. Uh, without his mother's presence, he became harder to control. And as a result, he was sent to reform school in London for troublemakers where he's expelled for fighting. Uh, he was uh, sent to another uh, approved school for troublemakers and was again expelled for fighting. Consequently, so this is London, uh, England, by the way. Consequently, in 1977, at the age of 12, uh, 12, Lewis immigrated to Kitchener, Ontario, Canada to be with his mother, his place of birth, along with the early childhood. Uh, the country where he became a man uh, and his ja Jamaican ancestry are very much intertwined into the fabric of the man he is today. Uh, says he, uh, uh, Lennox attended Cameron Heights Co uh, Collegiate Institute for high school, where he was an all-around athlete who excelled in football, soccer, basketball, track and field. 1982-83 school year, he helped the school's AAA basketball team win the Ontario Provincial Championship. However, his football team lost his, their championship game, and while he was disappointed for the loss, he decided that there was more to come. And the uh, uh, obviously, you know, the 1984 Summer Olympics that he, he uh, represented for Canada there. He was also part of the 1988 Seoul Olympics. But, uh, uh, you know, Lennox Lewis is one of those names that you, you hear about. And obviously the ties with uh, Great Britain, as well as the ties here in Canada. And uh, it makes us proud to be Canadian. And uh, I'm just on Wikipedia right now. And that was, like I said, from his official website. So LennoxLewis.com. Uh, uh, but uh, he was, um, as far as his career went, uh wcbc heavyweight champion uh he was also he also regained a wbc uh, heavyweight championship uh fought evander holyfield a couple times uh you know he's uh synonymous with those names from the 80s 90s and uh you know it's uh, uh cool to have him uh represent canada obviously at the olympics there in 84 as well as 88 um professional record summary so he had 44 fights 41 wins two losses um of those, so of the 41 wins, 32 were by knockout, seven by decision, and two by disqualification. There was one draw, and he was only, he, like I said, he only lost twice. But uh, the losses came to Haseem Rahman, which was April of 20, or sorry, April of 2001. 
Uh, there was draw against Holyfield in March of 99. Um, and then there was a loss to Oliver McCall, 1994. Uh, that was Wembley Arena where he lost the WBC Heavyweight Championship. And uh, yeah, that's it. When you go and look at Wikipedia, uh, everything's color coded and there's a lot of green. Uh, you know, a couple uh, a couple pinks uh, with regards to losses. And, and like I said, that uh, the one draw against Holyfield, that was MSG. Uh, but uh, anyways, uh, Lennox Lewis synonymous, like I said, with uh, boxing here in Canada. And as part of Black History Month, uh, I just wanted to acknowledge him. Uh, there and I uh, will acknowledge him at the end of the, the show at uh, the, the last graphic that people will see uh, there. Uh, so from there we go into uh, the last little bit of news as far as CWN goes. Uh, so the schedule is this predicts so CWN. Uh, if I can talk, <laughs> CWN predicts Impact Wrestling No Surrender 2021 taking place tomorrow, uh, live at 3 p.m. That's going to be on Facebook, Twitch, as well as YouTube, CWN Recap. And we know how it goes. Hopefully, I'll be able to stay awake. It is Family Day weekend, so uh, hopefully, I'll be able to stay awake and be able to bring that to you live tomorrow night. If not, the recap show will take place on Sunday morning, uh, but hoping to have it uh, 11 p.m.-ish tomorrow and if not like i said it will be sunday morning uh, as well on sunday like i said huge weekend for wrestling cwn predicts nxt takeover vengeance day 2021 oh excuse me um february 14th 9 40 wait no hold on nope 3 p.m as far as the prediction show goes tomorrow uh, sorry sunday i'm getting ahead of myself so vengeance day 2021 prediction show february 14th valentine's day uh, 3 p.m live on facebook twitch as well as youtube if it's not live, you'll see a premiere, but it'll still be at 3 p.m. And then the recap show, NXT TakeOver Vengeance Day 2021, uh, Valentine's Day, February 14th, 9.45 p.m.-ish. If we go live, if not, it'll be on Monday. Uh, but again, Facebook, Twitch, as well as YouTube. And then we'll be back here next Friday uh, for CWN Weekly episode number 27th. That's February the 19th, uh, live at 3 p.m. on Facebook, YouTube, as well as Twitch. Uh, a little bit more of CWN News. Uh, CWN Weekly has its own social media channels, uh, so you can check out CWN Weekly. You can find the links on cwnonline.ca uh, as well as uh, on uh, uh, you know my own, well, not my own, but CWN's uh, 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 social media channels as well. Uh, but CWN Weekly is officially on Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, Twitter, as well as YouTube. Uh, we've also hooked up with a, a site called Buy Me a Coffee, which is cool. It's very Patreon-ish, but it's uh, there's no content to it. It's just basically, uh, you know, hey, you want to support CWN, so hey, buy me a coffee. So it's like make a $5 donation, you can make a $50 donation. It all goes towards uh, the website and, and uh, StreamYard here and the podcast and everything else. But we are officially on CWN. Sorry, CWN is officially on Buy Me a Coffee. So I think the link is just buymeacoffee.com. And then, as always, uh, CWN Online is the uh, the official uh, link. Uh, the website, of course, you guys know what it is, cwnonline.ca. Email, um, of course, I'm just going to bring it up here on the screen here as I'm closing down. Feedback at cwnonline.ca, the best way to get in touch with the show with regards to, uh, you know, content, uh, interviews you want to see me do in the future, anything you want me to see me add, anything you want to see me talk about, uh, anything I might have missed for the week, you know, even with regards to Canadian independent wrestling. Uh, but guys, uh, like I said, feedback at cwnonline.ca. Personally, you can uh, get in touch with me. Um, so at Chris Maloney CWN, that is Instagram as well as uh, Twitter, as well as Twitch, as well as Reddit. <laughs> and I'll stop saying as well as, you know, I, as a kid, I used to get in trouble for that as a kid. And when I say kid, the teenage years, because I do like these, these English essays. 
And all of a sudden, I, you know, it, it, I'd get like a good mark, but um, I'd get called up to the teacher's desk and they'd be like, try this, you know, and I guess I used to use as well as quite a few times. And they'd be like, take every as well as that was in your report, take it out and, uh, and uh, read it. And so I did. And I was like, holy crap. I said, you don't need it. But I still continue to say it as well as, but uh, anybody who's in English class, yeah. So if you're doing that, take it out and just read it and, and you'll be able to see. So my wife's a teacher, so she'd be proud of me for, uh, for sharing that there. But uh, like I said, at Chris Maloney CWN, uh, the best way to get in touch with me uh, personally as far as social media goes. Um, I want to mention three more things and then I'm out of here. Number one, Sweet Daddy Seeky documentary that's on CBC Gem right now. Check it out. Uh, I watched it the other night. Uh, absolutely phenomenal. Uh, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's uh, such a history lesson, uh, such a, a, a history story, so to speak, about Sweet Daddy Seeky and everything he had to go through. And uh, even my wife, who's kind of a non-wrestling fan, you know, was uh, kind of half paying attention because she's into uh, histories and documentaries and everything else. And, and the stuff that Sweet Daddy Seeky had to go through uh, to become who he is. And, and, you know, it's just, it was absolutely amazing. It was absolutely stunning. Um, props to Greg Oliver, Slam Wrestling. Uh, I think he, he'd wrote the, the, the show, the movie, so to speak, uh, the documentary. So props to him. Uh, but yeah, go out of your way to watch it. Um, you can CBC gem. There is a paid version, uh, but you can also watch the free version and on the free version, there's advertisements, commercials, but you still get the whole show. Uh, so check that out, Sweet, uh, Sweet Daddy Seeky, the documentary on CBC Gem. And once again, props to Greg Oliver, Slam Wrestling there for putting on uh, such a great uh, a great content show there. Uh, two more things. Happy Lunar New Year, which is officially today. So people also know it as Chinese New Year, uh, but is the year of the metal ox, which apparently hasn't happened in 60 years. Uh, so the ox represents the first uh, year of the 12-year zodiac cycle. Uh, but it is happy Lunar New Year to uh, to everybody out there, as well as this coming Monday, happy Family Day. So anybody who's in the provinces of uh, Alberta, British Columbia, uh, New Brunswick, Saskatchewan, and Ontario, uh, you know, happy Family Day on Monday to you guys there. Uh, you know, make sure you spend some time with your family, uh, people you can't see, call them. Uh, FaceTime, stream aired, whatever the case may be, but happy family day to to everybody out there. And I wanted to say uh, New Brunswick the same way Justin Roberts says North Carolina. And New Brunswick, that's my my home province, by the way. That's where I'm from. But uh, you know, living here in Ontario for uh, the past couple decades. But um, yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, one of these times I'll say New Brunswick like North Carolina, like Justin Roberts does. But guys, that is it for the week. So thank you very much for listening and watching. Like I said, hit the likes, hit the subscribe button. Uh, let me know you're out there and uh, hit me up feedback at cwnonline.ca or chris at cwnonline.ca and uh, let me know uh, what you want to see added but uh, enjoy the uh, the events uh, this weekend whether it be impact or ufc or uh, nxt and uh, like i said enjoy time with your your families on uh, on monday uh, if you have a significant enjoy sunday valentine's day uh, you know Get everything, uh, you know, I, I, I do everything you need to and then be able to watch, uh, you know, the uh, the the NXT pay-per-view, uh, so to speak. You can multitask. But, uh, uh, guys, it's been great. It's been fun. Uh, look for the uh, prediction shows, the recap shows this coming weekend, and look for episode number 27 next Friday. So until next week or in this un, in, until this weekend, whatever the case may be, happy Valentine's Day, happy uh, Lunar New Year, uh, happy Family Day, and we'll see everybody again sometime soon. Wow.
Oh, oh, oh.